along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good. Oh, boy. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. And my voice seems to be cracking up on me. New England's own Van Helsink with me. All the way across the Atlantic Ocean in the land of the Red Dragon is the platinum standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Now, I still prefer gold standard. Can we go back to that? Yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Thank you. I'm easy. I'm yeah. easy. There you go. Yeah. Voice sounds a bit croaky. I know. I know. Yeah. I, is, it, I, is it all that snow? Nah. It's just snow. <laughs> yeah. Well, according, to, according to some Facebook post like 25 foot of it not 25 foot a couple feet at the most and more to come on friday no oh no rain oh there we rain are, and rain and uh uh sleep so um maybe your coding so your co-host from next generation won't be doing another um drink of the day drink of the day yeah, have you not seen the posts? Oh, she used to do that, like, during the yeah. pandemic. When first well, now started. she started because they were snowed in. Oh, good for them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. I like, I like loose posts. It's like, uh, <laughs> don't oh, yeah. send any more freaking pictures of your back porch. It's New England. <laughs> it's snowing. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would snow. I always I always used to like the snow because it made our crappy back backyard look like everybody else's. <laughs> but yeah i mean it's i'll be honest with you there's nothing to me it's nothing nicer the feeling of homeliness is is being inside the home when you've got a blizzard outside and the snow's coming down it's all well, pretty see, and white it's up against the window you got a you know warm house you got a good meal on the table oh yeah company it's perfect well we i live in the united kingdom of course it barely snows here um mm. Only because, I mean, it's because of the Atlantic. And, mm-hmm. um, but I noticed this year, Europe's getting quite a, a pelting. Because we're, we're sort of trapped in a warm finger. Globing warming. Not global warming, it's the jet sure. stream. It's a global warming. That's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How dare you? How you stole my my childhood and my my life and my my yeah. school yeah my edgy how dare you mm. pretentious yeah. little brat do you know anyway yeah anyway for us go no I was just going to start ranting let's do the paranormal instead okay anyways um, hey how do I sound it's not bad anyway you on your new computer I'm on the new computer for the first time. Very good. Maybe you screwed up the opening of the show. <laughs> you drew too much bandwidth. It was like a huge vacuum that sucked up all the bandwidth. No, this is this is a little this computer. Is, this is an eco friend. Just just little sippy sips of power. Like me and my tea. Like you and your tea. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, on the Monday show, we were talking about uh, sea serpents because, you know, I like sea serpents. You do. You I'd do. Be able to do the documentary that yeah. this, this unpleasantness has passed it. Um, but you mean anyways, Spirit Quest. <laughs> and uh, so when I was going through the, the list of the places, and I, my eyes just popped open because I saw a lake in Wales. Like Bala. Seamos. Like who? Like Bala. Bala. B A L A. I thought there was a god of some sort. Like Bala. Yeah, from uh, Star Trek, I think they used to yeah. bring it food or something. It was a big machine, though, in the in the end. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I digress. Well, I presume you're referring to Lake Bala. Yes, Lake Bala. Exactly. And what, then... what is the story? Is that near you, first of all? Uh, it's not near me, but it's a place I know incredibly well because it was very near me for a lot of my when I lived in in the, um, near Chester. Bala Lake is only about well it, an hour, and and it's one of the big tourist attractions. We used to spend oh we used to go there many many weekends as kids, and it's actually on the route whenever I go up um, up to see my parents or my daughter. Um, I always, I, it's one of the stopping places, you know, to use the toilets and grab a cup of tea and stare at the scenery and watch the RAF practice in their low level flying. And yeah, it's a place I know incredibly well. So you, you said it's a tourist attraction. Is It's not because of the lake monster. Is oh it? God, no. Most people no. don't even know about, um, the lake monster has a name, but they always oh, it does. do. Yes. It, the monster is called Teggy. Teggy, of course, is some kind Teggy of Teggy because because in Nessie Welsh, yeah. Well, in Welsh, um, Lake Bala is Llintegid, mm-hmm. and sure. which which means um, oh, something like the scenic or pleasant place. So uh, the ple- the pleasant lake. Really, although everybody calls it after the town that's on the shores of the lake. So they recalls it like Bala, but it's not. It's Tintegid. Yeah. And therefore, the monster is called Teggy. It's called Teggy. Okay. So what is the story about this monster? Is well, it- you know, this is, there actually isn't a huge amount about known about Teggy. Um, in fact, Teggy, or family of Teggies, because there is supposedly more than one, um, that... They, they, I think the first reports didn't happen until about the 1920s. So around the time that Nessie was first making her big appearances. And well, no, she debuted a long time earlier in the. Oh, been, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. The St. Columbus. St. Columbus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imagine being a saint wearing a rain Mac. Yeah. Anyway. Devin. So yeah. around the same time, not wanting to be outdone. um the residents near the shores of Lake Bala started to also report a monster in, in the depths Ooh, of the lake. Now, that's scary. the two lakes, Loch Ness and uh, Bala or Slintegid, Slin means lake in Welsh, um, really couldn't be more dissimilar. The, um, you know, Ness is, Loch Ness is 25-ish miles long and um, 
Lake Ballast in Teged is about five and a half miles long. It's not very wide either. It's not very deep. In fact, it's barely deep enough to, um, I think it's about 20 feet, 25 feet. Um, but anyway, not to be outdone, the Welsh wanted a monster. So, um, and it's not the only monster in the Welsh lakes, but right. so they kept, so they came up with uh, Teggy. Um, now, down the years, there have been numerous photographs, uh, a handful, I've got to say, you know, compared to Nessie, um, mm. purporting to show the beast swimming about in the loch, in the lake. I'm getting two of them mixed up now. Um, and there have been various intriguing theories as to what the monster might be. Uh, some people have suggested that it is uh, a giant fish, a giant pike. And there are some pike in Lake Bala. Uh, others have suggested um, that it's a remnant of a colony of seals that were brought to the lake during World War II uh, to be trained to carry explosives and uh, swim alongside German U-boats. Hopefully it knows the difference between a German and a British. Well, presumably. Um, but you know, like all lake monsters. I smell like that part, the, uh, the uh, uh, sauerkraut. <laughs> I mean, in, in reality, if I mean, there are probably on any weekend in the summer upwards of several thousand people enjoying Lake Bala. Um, you know, they're on the shores, they're kayaking, uh, windsurfing dinghy sailing it's a very very incredibly popular place and it's not like Loch Ness where you can't see expanses of the water at Bala Lake you can actually see you know considerable distances plus you know it's it's regularly flown over by um you know Monday to Friday by the RAF because it's on their low level flying flying training route so you get fast jets zooming up and down at you know a couple hundred feet above the water um, and at weekends, you get the pleasure flyers flying back and forth, you know, up and down the valleys as well. Um, and that's produced barely a handful of videos or, or blurry photographs. And <laughs> of, of those many, many thousands of people who weekend uh, at the lake and the many campsites that dot its shores and the many cottages and holiday lets that, that ring the the lake, um, most people will never have heard of Teggy. In fact, oh. there's not much in the town either. You know, it's not like um, you go up to Loch Ness and we go to Scotland. Anywhere in Scotland, you can buy little Nessies. And, yeah. you know, you've got the Loch Ness uh, Centre. There's one in Edinburgh. I think there's one in Glasgow as well. Uh-huh. Um, and any Scottish tourist office or Scottish souvenir shop will sell you a little cuddly Nessie. Oh. But you try and buy a Teggy. Uh, or you fight go into the town of Bala, which is you know, on the shore of Lake of Flintegid, uh, mm-hmm. and you try and you know ask anybody in the shops or the stores there and say, "Oh, tell me about Teggy," and they'll sell you a cream bun. Or I don't know what you mean. No, I don't. I don't believe in that sort of stuff. Stuff and nonsense it is. Really? Yeah. So. The most plausible suggestion is that it's probably a large fish. Um, you know, other f- one or two of the photographs, there was a photograph, I think, taken around 1990 
um, which turned out to be um, a group of dogs swimming together. Ah, that's so sweet. Um, and, you know, as I said before, the lake isn't deep and it is literally dotted from one end to the other on a summer's day with boats. So there ain't much, there ain't many places for this thing to hide or this mm. family of this things to be high, uh, hidden. There is actually one unknown or there is one interesting um, aquatic fact about Bala. Um, yes. And this is during a an ecological survey, they discovered and. There's a parallel to this at Loch Ness. They discovered um, an Ice Age survivor, um, a, fi- a fish. Not, yes. I think it's related to the trout or uh-huh. the salmon. Uh, it's called the Gwyniad. Um, but it's part of the trout salmon family. And up at Loch Ness, of course, when they did an eco-servo, they, they found that there was um, a similar species a survivor of the ice age swimming around in Loch Ness. Really? So Bala Lake and uh, does, but it's, as I say, the, now the Welsh culture, like Scott, like the Scottish culture is absolutely littered with water horses, Kelpies. And uh, where I live in West Wales, um, there are several well, you know, well-known stories of water horses or Kelpies and sea monsters and sea serpents in the um, seas just off our coast. But there's only, I think there's only two or three inland lake monsters, and Bala being the the most well-known amongst cryptozoologists, but not Mm -hmm. amongst the general population. I think, you know, it might make the occasional headline, you know, you know, if you trawl back through the newspapers, you might find two or three. Is there a monster yeah. in Lake Bala? Does yeah. Teggy exist? And then some, you know, blurry photograph. Um, there's another smaller lake in Snowdonia. Bala's also in Snowdonia, so they're not very far apart. That Sounds has like a, a Harry Potter or a, or a throne uh, kingdom. Um, no, Snowdonia. Snowdonia. They get snow there? Uh, on the mountains okay and it was where you know it is kind of game game of thrones ish up there the scenery okay. um i suppose parts of new hampshire look look fairly similar but there's a lake uh most of the lakes in wales have actually got more stories related to um the devil or yeah. dragons or you know they're they're connected or or Excalibur, mm-hmm. or you know, beautiful you know, lady ma- of the lake. They've got so many ladies of the lake; it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but not many lake monsters. So, but Teggy, mm-hmm. Teggy is one. Teggy is the you know one of a couple. Um, neither are very well known, uh, mm-hmm. except amongst cryptozoologists. And Teggy isn't really considered to be anything more. You know, even the most ardent cryptozoologists, I think, rate Teggy somewhere you know, right down at the bottom of the um, the pile of mysteries to be solved. Mm. You know, I, I find a lot of different ones. You know, I always thought, you know, like Loch Ness, you don't really hear of Loch Ness monster going out of the the lock. Uh, or do they? I mean, are there reports of well, him leaving the... 
Well, there's the famous one, isn't there? The Spicers. Um, was it the Spicers? They were driving along the north uh, north shore of the lock in 1943, I think. Memory serves me rightly. Yeah. And um, they they claim to have seen this large creature cross the road in front of them and then slither off into the into the lake itself. Was it snake-like? Um, they didn't see the head and they didn't see the tail. They described it as um i think elephant like in in color and texture interesting um but i think that's one of the very few sightings of the loch ness monster on land isn't there a report that an elephant escaped from the zoo or something well not just well didn't escape but local there was a it's not just it's not it's not a report it's an actual fact okay touring circuses would take their elephants down to the down to the uh, down to loch ness and allow the elephants to have a swim in the water oh so nice um now i don't think for a moment anybody would would be fooled by an indian elephant you know i know because it wasn't Maybe there on its own. As you know, you know very well that the eyewitnesses are very Yeah, but you've got to remember witness. that. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to remember that the eyewitness, it's not just a lone Indian elephant having a bath. Mm-hmm. You know, it was taken down by the keepers. The uh, animals um, didn't walk down. You know, the circus transported them. And, oh, I didn't know. I thought they might have walked. Okay, now what they saw was an elephant. They no, they, the they 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 may have seen an elephant, but it would have had an entourage of people and you know accompanying circus paraphernalia yeah, around so it. Yeah, yeah. So you know they didn't just say, "All right, okay, you elephants, you know, off you go, go and have a swim, and uh, come back when you're ready." And mm-hmm. the elephants went off. So, um, I you know I've my fascination for lake monsters is probably exceeded only by yours um, well, i don't know i think yours is just equal to you know I, I i've stood on the shores of loch uh, Lynn, i know uh, that's so cool. loch ness and bala um you know hoping mm-hmm. hoping um but so far well, you know, when you come over here for Spirit Quest this year, uh, I have discovered one in Maine, uh, not too far away. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so yeah. you're going to drag me off to Lake Champlain then? Uh, no, on Lake uh, Poco Moonshine. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Do you know what moonshine is? I know what moonshine is. It makes you see sea monsters. It's yeah, liquor. Right? So, <laughs> so a- apropos that it's named, uh, the lake is named that. But there are reports that go back of uh, uh, this this monster that comes out of the lake. By the way, and it's described as a, basically a large, large, giant. Well, a giant is be the better word, giant snake. And they they've uh, witnessed the uh, trail of the snake, if you would say. They was uh, mm-hmm. described it as a path a path about three feet wide and about four feet deep and logs turned over and everything in its path that uh, where it was at. And there are a couple of reports of that from people who were documented. So it was not just like a legend. There's a legend of it. There is that is a, that actually that is a big track. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a very big track. So yeah. I have no idea what it was. I, I, like I said, just, I didn't know about the ones in Wales and I just found out about this mm-hmm. one as well. There's uh, I think Norway also, I think has a number of uh, lake monsters. Yes. Um, they do. 
America has tons of them. But what's it, what is interesting, so I think one of the researchers noted that they're all at a fairly similar latitude. All of the lakes that have the population or the reports of sea monsters. So in Scotland, you've got um, Marar, Loch Marar and Loch Ness. Mm. Um, uh, you know, they're on a similar power uh, latitude to the, you know, uh, the but Russian there are, ones. There are reports the, in the southern hemisphere. There are reports in the southern hemisphere. I uh, uh, quite. There's also quite a few from. Is it the Congo? Yeah, the Belgian yeah. Congo. But they've Which also they, got dinosaurs. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you're aware of that story, of course, of the Brontosaurus that supposedly mm-hmm. survived. The, the Indians ate it, mm-hmm. ate it, and they they got sick from eating the meat. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there were actually expeditions to try to find this. Dinosaur. Of course, they made their famous movie, Baby. Do you remember that? Or did you yeah, ever see yeah. it? Yeah, no, I've seen it. Oh, it was a cute movie. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think I, mean, I think it, I mean it, it, what's interesting is we seem to we do seem to have a fascination with um, dinosaurs and you oh, know, yeah. large. Every, every little boy did. Well, that's up. what I was going to say because what's in what's most interesting or I don't know if anybody's even considered it does seem to be almost innate you know if you look at you know any group of children Mm -hmm. they they all you know go through this phase of loving dinosaurs oh sure you know and disney with arlo and um i still know all the names yeah brontosaurus in fact you know my my boys we were we were talking about dinosaurs in the car the other day and you know saying which is your favorite well i like the ankylosaurus and i like the you know when and and there's we've got nicknames for them there's the bitysaurus um the the vegisaurus (laughs) the bitysaurus there's the spiky saurus (laughs) but when um uh, ooh, before lockdown, so about 2018, uh, the British Museum sent their, they have an intact full size skeleton of a Diplodocus, Diplodocus, this, oh, yeah. whatever your preferred way, called Dippy. And yeah. he's been around for about 100 years now. And uh, periodically, uh, once in a generation or so, Dippy goes on tour. Oh, that's cool. And, and they take the, I'm sure it's uh, by now. I'm sure it's a cast. I don't think they take the real one. Mm. Um, but Dippy for all oh, forever um, adorned the front atrium of the Natural History Museum in London. Yeah. And then they remodeled it. We have, Dippy. A, we have one down here in Boston too. Yeah. Of course. It didn't D- Dippy science, was right? Dippy was relocated, um, yeah. but now. As I say, once in a generation or so, Dippy goes on tour, and it's a big, huge attraction. Mm-hmm. And they they brought him to the uh, the National Museum of Wales in Cardiff. Um, so we went. The boys wanted to go. We went, That's and awesome. it and it was awesome. I mean, the the thing is huge. Yeah, you know, it's had the, got a little tiny was... head. Yeah, well, <laughs> little tiny head. Must be female. Um, uh yeah <laughs> i'm i'm not saying anything i know but but isn't it interesting that that we, we you know we seem to have this almost bred in pre-programmed interest in dinosaurs yes i i, I agree uh it, you know, i mean like i said every every boy 
growing up. And girl, uh, girls love, you know, yeah. girl, you know, my daughter loved dinosaurs when I mean, she was... Growing, especially in my age, more, more it was more Well, boys. you know, I, re- I remember running around as a, as a kid, you know, uh, we would play in the playground and um, somebody would be a... A velociraptor and somebody be a T-Rex <laughs> and somebody be a, and you'd, you'd, you'd do the, you know, whoever was the T-Rex had to do the little arms, you know, held close yeah. to the body. And oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. The three, three fingers. Yeah. And go round the, in fact, I'm doing it now, uh, running around the <laughs> playground. <laughs> yeah. And, um, the girls inevitably were Fay Ray, although that's King Kong, of course, but yeah. But anyway, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are interesting reports on sea monsters, which fascinates me more than, especially our lake monsters, sea monsters. I, I, I think if I was to say, say the species exists, I would say that uh, they're either cousins or, or they're one of the same species. Uh, I, you know, it, it, the, the descriptions are so similar in, in ways. Uh, I, I, I honestly think. Um, and I've thought for the longest time that what you're dealing with is just a very um, big conger eel. Yep, I know that's one of the, the most popular theories, but because it, it fits, it does have it does have yeah, but it, there there are some differences. It, no, they, inevitably, the yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. whenever whenever you have two people reporting one thing, you will have two reports that are different. Yeah, um, but if you look through the through the the differences and vagaries of perception and some people you know will inevitably see an elephant and report a sea monster and you know the story of the lady who burst in when i was on coast watch and reported a, a sea monster right um which was which was a floating tree so there, there you know there are misperceptions but if you look at the reports it's like the, the blind mice that's described the elephant right yeah if you look at the reports there is a a thread of commonality. It is, and I think and although all right, go ahead, Steve. I know there are ahead. researchers, eminent uh, biologists and zoologists have spec have said the same thing that mm-hmm. um, that what we're dealing with is basically a big conga. Mm-hmm. It fits, you know. It fits a lot of the one Yes, the 99% of it, but that uh, the the head is the thing that takes me away from the conger eel. Uh, it's described so much often as is the head of a dog or head of a horse or head of a cat. I mean, they're all it's all. But the key is it's all a head. It's it has a neck in a, a uh, 45 mm-hmm. degree angle, which the conger eel does not. No, that's true. Well, you know, I, I wasn't specifically saying it was a conga, but, you know, a, a large eel. It could be a variation of it. Yeah. A, yeah. Uh, a cousin uh, you or know, something. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. A subspecies or a, yeah. a related species to. Sure. Because, I can you, know, go with yeah. you know, if you look at the conga, the conga eel, um, yeah. you know, the vast majority of them are fairly normal four, five foot lengths. But fishermen local fishermen do get them out up to you know eight nine ten twelve oh, well, feet i didn't get the uh, thing anyways well, we gotta take a break definitely uh, all right so we're listening to ghost chronicles uh we'll be right back after the following messages what up to the queue <laughs> welcome to Toginet, 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you think he's still fixing the machine? Or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous. As we give awards to the Parrax family. And welcome back to the um, Lake Monster Hour on uh, Ghost Chronicles International. The first of the first of two hours of Ghost Chronicles Radio. No, but we're doing all right so far. Yeah, it was interesting. With your host in New England's own van. Whatever. Yeah, and the other one over here. The other guy, the the super gold platinum one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so one of the the uh, uh, reports of uh, a monster was Lake Merritt in Oakland, California. We have quite a few of them, by the way, in the U.S. Uh, so the inter- oh, I, I, before I before I jump on that, we're talking about dinosaurs, and of course, we, we know, you know the Midwest here is just loaded with dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. That's, they pull out a lot of them, so uh, complete skeletons, which is we're kind of lucky for that. Which and of course, pretty... don't forget, during the American Civil War, the Confederates caught and um, shot down a pterodactyl. Ah. The famous photograph of American um, Confederate ah. soldiers holding up a pterodactyl. Huh. Mm. I've go, never lo- seen go, go check that one out. I will. I'll Google that. Confederate, Confederate troopers shot a, um, a flying dinosaur. Probably a condor. They mistaken. Anyway. They said it was a pterodactyl. Yeah, fine, whatever. Anyway, they lost the war too, so what do you want? <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So, oh, I, I apologize to, to all the listeners in the southern United States. What's that? that Ill, Ill thought out and ill judged comment about losing. I should lose my job. They, they should suspend <laughs> me from the show. Uh, that yes, I'm you know that if you ever get a statue, if you ever me. get a stat, if you ever get a statue, they're going to pull that straight down. <laughs> they're going to put it up for us. <laughs> That's put true. And put it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh yes, Oakland, California. <laughs> so there, there's a uh, in Oakland is it's a uh, tidal est- estuary, so it mm. means the it's connected to the ocean basically, and um, there are. Reports of a uh, lake monster there, but 
But the interesting thing about it, to, to me anyways, was there were like independent reports from 1800s. There's one from the Indians or Native Americans, whatever you want to call them, who talk about a hunting party that was attacked by the lake, by Lake Merritt, by a creature, and five of them were killed. And then not too many years later, this report by a um, scouting party from the U.S. Army that was also attacked by a creature. And uh, there were two survivors that came back and reported this as well. So we had two different cultures mm-hmm. and two different, uh, you know, yeah, languages yeah. And, and two independent things. They didn't really yeah. intermingle with each other. And they have a similar reports of what occurred. You've also, you've also got to add to that the number of um, accredited sightings of sea serpents, sea monsters, by uh, ships and ships captains in Her Majesty's or His Majesty's Royal Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sober gentlemen of the Ro- of her ma- of you know the Royal uh, the British Royal Navy. Uh, coming back in and in the ship's log reporting. Interestingly, um, oh, you reminded me. I found what may be an interesting unreported. Um, do you remember a few years ago there was a flap, uh, a potential sea monster that was seen in the London um, estuary? No, the Milford Haven estuary where I live, and we did oh, we no. did talk about it on the show. Okay, okay. I was thinking um, of London because I brought that up on the show. Right. Was, oh, you mean that that was a yeah. The, the video from the cable car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, a few weeks ago, I was looking through a fishing, uh, sea fishing forum, looking for the best time to go and catch some fish. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who had reported, uh, he, he, he'd written a little catch report, and he said, um, now this is the river less than a half a mile from me. Um, and he'd said, interesting thing, a bit spooky. As we sailed upriver uh, against the tide, we noticed two um, boys, lobster pot or yacht anchor boys, um, that were moving at the same speed upriver as we were, about five knots against a outgoing tide. Hmm. Um as if something large, had, uh, you know, the implication was that right. something large had snagged, had snagged and dragging this thing along with yeah. it up tide, you know, against a, a, an outflowing, um, an ebb tide. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I, I, I kept a copy of it. I filed it away. I, I haven't got access to it straight away, but um, I filed that because that sort of thing is, you know, when you're collecting data about these you know there was a sighting around the same time in the haven waterway um yeah. that's the key may, thing you, you you need more than just one report you need to collect the data yeah. i mentioned. mean this guy this guy's never reported it you know he wrote mm. on a forum that he'd gone fishing he caught bass and he caught some cod and he got some whiting and what was you know another oh and a really odd weird spooky thing happened as we were mm. coming back in and it was just as you know, there was a couple of funny comments underneath it, um, and that was that's the only time, you know, there's been any mention of it. Hmm. He's never reported it, and I, 
it got me wondering because fishermen are out there you know they take it they they go out in their little motor launches and they're uh, every single day because of the you know the retirees go out there daily you've got you've also got the commercial fishermen going out and surprisingly the number of commercial fishermen who who see unusual things i mean only last week we had a a potential great white and the week before that a potential uh pod of orca oh cool you know so there are these large you know unknowns that take you know that are swimming around in our in our waters and is it too surprising that they're swimming around in our lakes as well i mean you know this this idea about well, you know, how does the monster get there? How can you have a monster in a... Our local farmer, about five years ago, um, dug a drainage pond for his land. Mm-hmm. So he got he got a very large mechanical digger and he dug a huge hole, literally, you know, in the middle of the field. There'd been no lake, no pond, no nothing there. Um, within a year, people were fishing in it. And catching large carp. That's that interesting. How did they get in there? They didn't yeah. walk. Aliens. Nobody stopped the aliens. Pond. I'm telling you, you know, they, the they pond hadn't. The pond hadn't been stocked. The nearest carp uh, fishery, um, you know, a, a proper commercial, you know, day fishing place, is is about a mile and a half away. So how mm-hmm. did the carp get in this well, hole in the Steve, ground? As you well know. They fall from known, the sky. <laughs> it, it's exactly right. It's been known to rain fish, and yes, it has. Scientists believe that water sprouts carry fish. Get, get yes, fish. yes. So I it's very possible that uh, you know a water sprout gathered up some fish and dropped it in that little hole, and they appropriated, and there you go. Yeah, quite possible, but isn't? But that's what you I know, know. The I point know I was making about. is, yeah. You, it's that's what a skeptic should, would say by the way totally. but should we be surprised Not that, skeptic, that you know large bodies of water attract these sort of stories because people you bala and loch ness um are, are popular tourist attractions people come from the towns from the cities people who don't know you know routinely see water you know they don't they spend all their their lives in a city environment and then at weekends or once a year for their annual holiday, they go to the shores of one of these lakes and they see something that they, they don't is, know that they don't immediately recognize. It might be a swimming elephant. It might be a dinghy that's turned over. It might be a floating log. But they 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 know, you know, they've heard the stories in the media and they say, well, I don't know what they are. And the it's, locals. It's, Play but their isn't part that comparable to ghost hunting? If somebody's going in that has never done it before, doesn't know too much about it, and they go into a oh, God, house and, I mean, and the lights flicker and yeah, uh, I mean, they're ghosts. Do, you know, I do mean, you remember your first ghost hunting trips? I remember mine. Every creak, squeak, bang, and was a ghost. <laughs> I had yeah, some I mean, people on my team that was that way, but you know, I really didn't believe you it. Know, you know, so. we always used to. <laughs> You know, we always used to. We, we you could always tell in a team who 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 was the first timers, because they 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 were like you know when they sort of um, uh, like a, a prairie dog you know like completely head turning in every direction and any noise and they'd scuttle for the 
you know, like they were so on edge. Yeah. But, but you know, the us old timers, we were like that once before, you know, in the dim and distant past. But fortunately, before YouTube and Facebook. Well, we believed in knobs. Um, oh, come you, on. You believed in knobs. You know you did. You read the article, and what it will tell you is we were intrigued enough to follow. Exactly. Up. That's what I mean. Intrigued. Well, isn't that, isn't that what a good investigator should do? You encounter yes, something. Yes, but I'm saying, you, you know, you, you like, like, you didn't have. I didn't believe you, they were the paranormal. Of it, no, wait a minute, the I thought didn't. of it might be paranormal never entered your mind. Um, well, yes, it did actually, and well, yes, it did. But the problem was, the next time we went out, we captured some more, and then the time after that, we went out and we captured some more, and then the light went on and go, the light went on, and somebody, you know, realized that. Hang on a minute, if they're that common, either this camera is a super ghost detector, exactly, or, or. we're dealing with something much more mundane. That's what I, when I, I exact same thing. When what I, what can we do to test that hypothesis? We, we either, we either, because it, it appeared mostly on digital cameras at yes, that time. It did. And, and my thoughts at that time were always the same. Either we invented uh, a piece of equipment that can capture a paranormal or there was a flaw and in, in the camera's uh, technology in the camera. And, yep. and that's where it was. But I, I, I had that thought in it. Maybe yep. we were capturing something paranormal. Well, but because you, you, you said, have to, you you have to explore it. You have to explore exactly. it. The problem with a lot of the, you know, particularly the media ghost hunters, is they, they capture an orb and the light, that light never get that questioning light never goes on they i was looking you know i was scrolling down uh, the twitter feed of a well-known um youtube ghost hunter here in the uk youtube ghost hunter well he you know i'm sorry that's funny but but his feed um i don't think that you know you go back every third or fourth tweet was a claim for absolute proof of a ghost absolute proof of a demon oh, yeah. absolute proof now and no and he's got twenty thousand followers yep so that's twenty thousand people <laughs> well there's twenty thousand or nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine people out there who that for them that light has never gone on was that the guy that you showed me a video of? Uh, we did we went on the air or something where he just walked around in, in some castle and it was like just like watching paint dry. But <laughs> oh no, he's the Facebook one. This is oh, a he's YouTube the Facebook one. one. Oh, yeah. YouTube one. Yeah, I, I get him all this stuff. I, to be um, honestly, Frank. I I mean, Frank yeah, they're all it, it, it's yeah. very you know there isn't much between them. Um, uh, but but you you and I you know we saw this thing we were baffled by it there were two possible you know there were two for us two possibilities either that camera is very special or mm-hmm. this is or this is kind of mundane and dull and now what can we do to test those ideas but for these people they go oh yeah that's uh, 
that's paranormal. I've got absolute proof of a ghost. Yeah, yeah you know what's funny is is I always think the about light's that. not on and nobody's yeah, I know, on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's so funny because the I always I always think of it. <laughs> the you know the equipment maybe we someday we will discover some type of equipment if there's you know life that can be recorded somehow but anyways i always think of uh when i was a little kid and i i went to see the the black and white version of uh, 13 ghosts and i had the uh 3d glasses and mm-hmm. yet to see the ghost you put on your 3d glasses if you didn't want to see him you just took them off it was too scary <laughs> so who knows maybe we need 3d glasses i don't know maybe maybe but Anyways, going back to uh, Lake Nonsense and, and the Oakland one and specifically, okay, we had those two, uh, th- there are other other reports too, but those two were, I found extremely interesting because they were two different cultures and two different, and fairly reputable for, you know, neither one of them had anything to hide as far as I'm concerned. But then, you know, the city of Oakland, of course, has grown and grown and mm-hmm. the lake is surrounded by apartment buildings and everything else. And... No one's really ever recorded a uh, a lake monster there anymore. But if you d- did some more research, you also found out that the lake has also been filled in. And in the estuary, the connection to the ocean, that which once was much much larger, is very narrow now in comparison. Well, so maybe I mean, it was it's, never there. Maybe, um, you know, maybe it just visited the lake. Exactly. Maybe it came in to, to feed or, 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 or whatever. Or, or breed, reproduce. Yeah, or salmon. Breed. You know, e- eels, in fact, do migrate inland from the sea to um, freshwater in order to, to spawn. Mm-hmm. But these were attacks on on land, so the eel yeah. thing I'm not sure about. But anyway, that, that yes, it, it very well could be either to feed, to spawn, or yeah. uh, and of but, course, you know, if somebody's if somebody's stuck something in the way and they can't get in there anymore, then or it's difficult, or, or, or you know, I mean, or somebody's dropped a rock on its head. Yeah, or garbage, <laughs> even worse. Oh, oh, by the way, oh, in, in addition to which, I forgot to add is that the the lake was also used for chemical dumping too. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> hey, what was that? Thing. What was that lake in California um, where there was a lake beneath it and they they broke through and all these? Um... Oh, wasn't that cool? The guy in the boat and everything else. I mean, the boat. Yeah. Up, yeah. And all these piranhas got you know that have been trapped in the. Deep oh, I don't lake. know. Oh, I didn't hear about the piranha. Oh no, it's called piranha. It's a, it's, a, it's a crap B movie. Oh, there, there's an actual, there is video, and I, and I bet you if you go on uh, the internet, you could probably find it. And this is legit video of a lake being drained, totally mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah. the one where, yeah, uh, to, into a sinkhole and the trees are yeah, spinning. Yeah, that is, the, yeah, trees and everything is so yeah. like a toilet, like a toilet flushing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, I was I was something about reading about sinkholes and these things. I uh, um, I never realized that Florida is basically a Swiss cheese. Oh God, it is. Yes, which is you know, why they have all the sinkholes. Yeah. Well, the water you know, tables goes great down. For, great for manatees, but you know, crap no, if you build. All our manatees are dying now. Well, they can live in the sinkholes, but I wouldn't like to live <laughs> in a condo built on top of one of them. Some of them, you know. Pretty big, which is probably why that condo collapsed and a hundred people got killed. Maybe that's that's one of the. Well, you know, 
we, but we, that's we, that that's not uncommon though because most of these coastal cities i don't know how it is in england but here in the united states boston's for instance san francisco and and everything else a lot of them were built on landfills i mean they yeah. they filled it in the uh there are uh during the gold rush many people came into california mm-hmm. i mean then they never left otherwise well, they came most of san francisco there's a big big area of san francisco is uh reclamation land isn't it yeah, yeah, and these boats that they came in were just left and abandoned, and they mm-hmm. took the boats and they sank them and they they built on top of it. Yeah, of, as part chuck of some rocks land. on top and yeah, yeah, we'll build on it next year. And in my own backyard, okay, I used there used to be a garage there, and uh, the previous owner uh, buried this garage, and it's it's uh, rotten basically at a time, and and it's creating this little sinkhole there that's. <laughs> <laughs> it goes in all the time. I keep filling it in. It keeps keeps collapsing in on it. Yeah, we have, we have a pothole in the road just just on the way into town from here that keeps doing that. Doesn't matter how much um, asphalt you put in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every every few months the the council come along and they tip another lorry load of asphalt in it, and then two oh, weeks wow. later it's gone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like fell in and disappeared. They're probably I, filling in an old coal mine. <laughs> You never know. I mean, of course, we have an, we have the the uh, the burning earth and and uh, I was mm. in Pennsylvania. Everything, of course, the coal mines they got caught fire and they're still on fire. The town had to be abandoned, everything because of the uh, noxious fumes that were given off. But um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, even there are even reports in like in Seattle too. The the subway goes through uh, uh, ships that are buried in in, mm-hmm. in the earth, and, and of course there are reports of sail a ghost in the subway mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> and, and I, of course don't forget alligators um in new york yeah 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 and uh what's the thing oh um strange mutant turtles and don't forget the strange mutant guy that lived in the thing on the x-files they lived in the uh, yeah right about that one uh, yeah but they've made several movies about those um mutant turtles that live under you know in the subways of sewers of new york city mm-hmm. there Apparently, are lakes that are underground total lakes there are lakes under lakes now what was most intriguing yes. is underneath the ocean or not under it but the bottom of the ocean in some places yes. there are freshwater, freshwater lakes, lakes yep that are beneath the seawater ocean that's directly on top of it yeah and we know all about that anyway it's because of salinity well, we do, but it's fascinating that there are, you know, underneath the ocean, there are freshwater lakes. Yeah. The Earth, I mean, you know what? We, 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 we know just, we know jack shit about the planet we live on. Absolutely. And there's so much intriguing and interesting yeah. things on the planet that uh, we're learning about all the time. Uh, so it, it, to me, it's just amazing uh how little we know about I mean, our own planet well it's it's kind of reminiscent of how many you know how little we know about the number of parties our prime minister went to <laughs> i'll have to leave you with that one on that <laughs> <laughs> they were all work they were all work meetings. They, he was in lockdown what are you talking about well <laughs> he wasn't he obviously wasn't <laughs> But he was at work. I mean, the f- he, he, when you see Number 10 Downing Street, you know, you see it on the, and I'm sure you've seen, you know, footage of Number 10 Downing Street where the pri- mm. British Prime Minister resides. Right. 
Uh, and you think, oh, it's a small house. It's not no. four four hundred no. people work there. Yeah, it's it's probably comparable to the White House in size. Yeah, we have we have uh, them too in different places of the country that are huge, vast things. And well, every country does. I mean, the Germans yeah. had it and everything. Uh, I do want to go. Ukraine back. might not. <laughs> Don't if Russia gets that. its way. Um. Yeah. <laughs> if we want your country. All right, Vladimir. Well, I was going to talk a little bit about poker, poltergeist too, because I had an interesting case I wanted to discuss. But we'll put save that for another day. Yeah, I've just looked at the clock. Yeah, don't want to get anything spoken. complicated. I might have a poltergeist case to so actually go and look at myself next week. Oh, uh, you know, I I visited one by the way. You know, you are aware. Of I, that. I I am aware, but this is a brand new one. I I got the call today. You can hear me rustling the paper with the details on it. Mm. Excellent. That, that's one for next week. So how would you address Not next that? week's show? I mean, me to yeah. go and deal yeah, with. yeah, yeah. How, how are you going to address that? Um, well, I've spoken to the gentleman and yeah. um, I I have the the well, outline of, of what's happened. Yeah. What he's experienced. Um, and I've arranged to. He, he's he's been keeping a diary of these events for some two oh, years. Oh, how cool! So we have a two two years worth of diary entries to go through. Um, and um, yeah, well, how it was many about. Who f- you take on this? Uh, first visit, just just one other. Okay. It okay. is just a visit to find out more more details. You know, it's not going to be a crash in and you know i'll leave the i'll leave the taps vehicles outside and the kit yeah. and, <laughs> Not um, but, all lights and, uh, but as, as you know from the guidance notes the first the first thing is to establish a rapport with the person yeah. um you know i've i've got some ba- very basic details i've had a, a short conversation with him he seems um entirely plausible and with it mm-hmm. and i think that it's well worth a follow-up uh, well, you know, go, this, go this see him, begs, find out what's. This begs the sixty-four thousand dollar question: Is are there any children in the house? No. Oh, are you loving this one already? No, it's uh, an elderly gentleman living alone. Well, we're gonna you're gonna have to give us an update on this when you get involved. In well, the, I'll give you an update as much as I'm able. Yeah, I know. I totally understand that. Uh, we're not asking for names. We're not asking. Anything, no, but no, no, just, but. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, you know, best, I, best you can. That would be very yeah. cool. So maybe we can save another show, do Poltergeist and uh, do it that Well, time. I think we're going to have to because we're about to hit the pizza bell from the dead. Yeah. Oh, you must be psychic. <laughs> no, I have my own countdown clock running. Do you really? Yeah. Always have had. I never knew that. Yeah. When we that. start the show, I... You really you tap it, huh? Yeah. Well, anyway. All right, so uh, there's a little spiel about uh, ghost hunting. Not ghost hunting. What was it? Sea serpents. Lake monsters. He says All looking up from his office desk at a model sailing ship in a glass case, um, and the top of it is a plesiosaur. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. So, God bless you. <laughs> so, uh yeah again uh so i I do want to report one quick thing 
is what is your thoughts on the sailor who reported seeing the uh, Flying Dutchman now in the reports in the law? Is, 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 what, does it matter that he became king or not? Um, I think he, I, I think his his account is as plausible as anybody else's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's also just because he's he, he was um, in line to ascend the British throne, doesn't mean he's any better an observer than anybody else, or worse, um, or worse. And there are there are at sea many types of strange optical mirage and optical effect. Like the, giant, like the giant iceberg sighted off the Canadian coast only a week ago that actually turned out to be the tops of some mountains 70-odd miles away. Yes, and the island that they plotted that never exists. We have to go. Right. Anyways, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International, Steve Parson and Ron Tolick, right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio, brought to you by uh, good friends of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Uh, you too can join us on these catch these exclusive videos and other things so uh stay tuned for ghost chronicles next generation where we answer some of your questions we'll be back in a little bit until next week on ghost chronicles international good night and god bless good night god bless well done my to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.